Squad. I'm Christy Brower here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. How's it going? It's going well. Absolutely. I'm glad to hear it. What? What's that you say? Where did I get this amazing, the <laughs> original resting toad face t-shirt? Why from our merch store? Oh my gosh. It's so funny. <laughs> If you know, you know. If you don't know, this is my own kind of embarrassing, but mostly hilarious um, <laughs> interpretation <laughs> or of, of what Chad Daybell looks like in court, which is this. Mm -hmm. He looks like that all the time. He's <laughs> also is greatly represented in this toad on my now True Crime Squad merch t-shirt, now available in our merch store. <laughs> <laughs> For so sure. Oh it. my gosh. I'm dying. Why did we not put that on a mug? We might need to put, if you guys want that I on a mug, it. be sure and let us know. Cause that uh, maybe should it's be on a great. mug. It's pretty great. <laughs> so the only funny. thing about it is that because it's, mm -hmm. it's my face that we modeled it after doing Chad's face that I'm like, what are people who have no idea what this means going to think? I told Rhonda, I'm like, I think I look a little too much like this. And she's like, what? You don't look like resting toad face. I said, I am resting toad face. It's me doing Chad, doing this. And it really is. I mean, come on. It is. My only regret is I could not come up with a toad that didn't have a suit jacket on. If he had right. a tie, he had on a jacket, and he had to have a white shirt and tie on, because well, Chad wears a white shirt with a blue tie nearly every time we have ever seen him in court, and yeah. so does Pryor. And the thing yeah. is, it's not just Chad as resting toad face. Pryor, also, his attorney looks like a resting toad face, too. They look like they could be twins sitting next mm -hmm. to each other at their table. They really yeah. do. It's terrible and hilarious. <laughs> And I love everything about the shirt. Oh, it also says true crime squad on the arm. Mm -hmm. So then if you know, you know. But for people who don't know, are they going to be looking at that and looking at this? Looking at that, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think. They'll probably just think, I, they might not know what the original resting toad face is, but I don't think they'll think it's your face. <laughs> well, I hope not. <laughs> I, I can't don't. help but just die laughing over it. <laughs> It's so funny. You know, and you all know, we know that you all know. Mm -hmm. But anyway, if you would like to own your own resting toad face t-shirt, you can do that <laughs> by going to truecrimesquad.com and click on our uh, merch link there and get your very own because this shit is hilarious. <laughs> it really is. That's so That's Scott's absolute favorite of all of our designs. So funny. So funny. <laughs> well, and speaking of funny, you know, every once in a while, we, we like to bring you some funny, dumb criminal bullshit, and mm -hmm. we will not disappoint today. So, Katie, mm -hmm. I'm going to send the mic right over to you for some WTF news. Oh. It, 
if you're driving down the highway at a high rate of speed and okay. a car comes at you, clearly on the wrong side, you know, uh, and almost runs you off the road, what do you do? Well, most people one would call it. One, 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 one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that is what our criminal did. Now, why is he a criminal? We'll get there. But he did, in fact, call the police because uh, he was uh, barreling down the road. And lo and behold, a truck came at him on the wrong side of Highway 77 in Lancaster County, Nebraska, and nearly ran him off the road. Oy, that's scary. So he did the right thing. He called the cops cops and the police responded immediately and they found a car going the wrong way and they pulled that car over oh, no. and uh this is where hilarity ensues a little bit so i'm going to just show you a, a bit of the uh, vest cam here Where's your emergency? um i'm on highway 77 going north and there's somebody that is on the wrong side of the road and then what, uh, did you see what color or type of vehicle it was no, he had his brights on, man. He almost okay. ran me off the road. Which lane? Which direction is he in? North or south? I am going. I am going northbound on 77. He was going southbound. I am on the east lane. He was on the west lane. Okay. You uh, could you tell if it was a car, truck, or SUV or anything? It looked like it looked like a truck. Okay. But that dude, he almost hit me. So I was like, holy. Sh can an officer or deputy contact you if they have questions about what you saw? No, you're good. I was just like, holy Deputies know so they can go try to locate the vehicle. Yeah, that was gnarly. That was, like, a lot. <laughs> yeah, do you know why I stopped you? Yeah, because I was on the wrong side of the road. Yeah. Is there a reason for that? No. I must have missed an exit. Missed an exit? Were you the one that called in? Yep. You were? Yeah, because I thought somebody was on the wrong side of the Road, bro. But it turned out it was you. Yep, look at dumb. Oh <laughs> my god, I'm so glad uh, he didn't hurt anyone. But <laughs> <laughs> How drunk do you have to be to think that the other guy is the one on the wrong side of the road when it's you? Oh <laughs> what he says to the cop, yep, was me. Like a dumb fuck. <laughs> yeah, you think? Pretty sure. Pretty sure that's true. <laughs> I mean, at this point, all you can do is fess up. I mean, you've, you've alerted the police to yourself, so. <laughs> so, and the video, this video was actually posted on the sheriff's uh, Facebook page. <laughs> They're the one that compiled that and put it together. Because, you know, so I'd like people to stop drunk driving. Yeah, thank God he didn't yeah. hit somebody. Drunk driving, not funny. But that part of college pops <laughs> on himself. <laughs> that part's funny as hell. Yeah, we'll yeah. take it. We have um, our dad's brothers are twins. Two of his brothers are twins. Mm -hmm. And they are really funny guys. And they've always told this joke. One of them lives uh, where Christy lives and the other one lives in, in roughly in my town. And so you have to you know, drive on the highway to get to each other's houses. And my uncle always tells this joke that uh, he calls up his brother and says, Hey, I just heard uh, on the radio that there's somebody going the wrong way down the highway. So be really careful while you're driving up here. And he says, there's not one. There's a bunch of them. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 
Anyway, Sounds just so a right. joke, but <laughs> but in this case, <laughs> I love it. Oh, he called the cops on himself. Too funny. Yeah. So with that dumbass criminal, I'm going to turn the uh, <laughs> the mic over to you for a doozy. Uh, yeah. You know, we've done some talking lately about dumb things to steal. If you remember our episode about the dime heist recently for the guys that stole like $230,000 worth of dimes from a truck that was delivering for the U.S. Mint and what a fucking disaster that was. And how even though they've now been arrested for it, they never even spent most of them because how in the hell are you supposed to do that? <laughs> well, I have some more questions for you. What would you do with this guy right here? <laughs> Oh, what gosh, I, looking at? I think I'd leave it right there. That's what I do. An 18 karat gold art installation that oh. is an actual working toilet. And it's solid or it's plated? Solid. Solid. It is solid 18 karat gold. Some people have so, too damn much money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait till you hear. There's so much about this that's so funny okay so this was an art installation by an italian conceptual artist his name is maurizio catalan and it was part of an art installation that he called america well this this artwork particularly was called america and it is meant to well excuse the hell out of us <laughs> it's supposed to represent the american dream it was what? originally housed yeah no shit it was originally housed <laughs> at the Guggenheim. No pun intended. Yeah, or 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 maybe I don't know. It was so it was housed at the Guggenheim, and it was set up as an actual working toilet in a real bathroom. And you could get in line, and you would oh, you were only allowed three minutes if you went in, but you could go use the golden toilet because you know the American dream. Everybody gets to sit on a golden throne. I don't know. About a hundred thousand people used it while it was housed at the Guggenheim. Okay. So then it got moved from the Guggenheim to um, basically the, the childhood home of Winston Churchill, which is um, in uh, Blenheim Palace, which is near Oxford in the UK. And um, it's like an art museum now. <laughs> this is the house where, where Winston Churchill was born, but now it's like an art museum. Uh, I gotta tell you, this, this story is so fucking funny. Okay, so <laughs> here it is, housed at the Blenheim uh, Museum. Uh -huh. uh, again, uh, installed to be a working toilet where people could, you know, get in line and spend their three minutes with the Golden Throne. What happens if you take more than three minutes? I think they knock on the door until you got to get the fuck out of there because there's other people in line. I don't know. Can you imagine that being your job? You're the museum docent. You have to keep people moving through the, You're the toilet door. monitor. Yeah. So, but some really funny things have come out about this. I'm sorry. I know this is really blurred, but I didn't have time to fix it. Dominic Hare, who is the chief executive of Blenheim Palace. Um, <laughs> wait, I don't want to read that one first. I want to read this one first. <laughs> This is so funny, you guys. Like, I have been cackling all evening about this. Okay, so Brenham Palace, it's the ancestral seat of the Duke of Marlborough. And before the toilet installation, the Duke's half-brother, who is Edward Spencer Churchill, uh, founded the Art Foundation. 
and when asked if he had any concerns about there being any theft of the toilet, this is what he said. Uh, he said the lavatory would not be the easiest thing to nick. Firstly, it's plumbed in. And secondly, a potential thief will have no idea who last used the toilet or what they ate. So no, oh. I don't plan on guarding it. Oh, what? Any guesses on how many days it stayed at Blenheim Palace? Guess it about one. Two. It was only displayed for two days before somebody broke in and stole that fucking toilet. You mean somebody um, didn't care who ate it last and whether or not they'd had a good curry or eaten at Taco Bell? or not. <laughs> uh, Dominic Hare, who was the chief executive of Blenheim Palace, said at the time that he hoped the pointless act of stealing it would immortalize the work. He added that it was deeply ironic for the work portraying the American <laughs> dream and the elite object made available to all was instantly snatched away and hidden from view. That tracks. Yeah, that tracks. The artist, when he first heard about it, first said, who the hell steals the toilet? And then he remembered it was made of 18 karat gold. It's worth $6 million. Okay, I'll, I'll steal it. That's fine. It's yep. been missing for four years. So this actually happened in 2019, but it's just now working its way through the UK courts. And so they just charged four men okay. with the theft of this toilet. The other thing the artist said is he kind of hoped it was like a Robin Hood kind of thing, you know, steal from the rich to give to the poor situation. <laughs> Honey, that's not what? the American dream. <laughs> so, first of all, I think we need to be keeping a real close eye on Donald Trump's eBay account. And has anyone searched Trump Tower? <laughs> right. So there are We've four heard the men. Rumors. There are four men who are now uh, charged with it. They have their first court appearance coming up on the 28th of November. However, there is no sign of the toilet. And the police in Oxford are pretty much like, we kind of doubt it even looks like a toilet anymore because mm, yeah. what the hell are you going to do with a gold toilet that's worth $6 million other than, well, clean it real good and then melt it down, right? Yeah. It's got to have been melted down. It has to have been, yeah. What else? I mean, Donald Trump is about the only person on the planet I can think of that would even buy it. Maybe Putin? Would Putin want it? He probably has golden toilets too, but it's just the most, like, it's so I don't know, funny because that really puts the poo in Putin, you know? It does really put the poo in Putin. And it just, you know, like, that's what we're, that's what the golden <laughs> dream, or the American dream is, is to have a golden toilet. I hate us even more right now, honestly. Uh, the irony is <laughs> hilarious, but this story absolutely cracked me up. Uh, also, it was plumbed to the wall, and so they caused a, a bit of a flood and a uh, oh. water disaster in this art museum because oh. they just kind of yanked her out of the wall and left. Sure. Well, that's but terrible. God, even four people. Originally, there were seven people um, suspected of this, which can you imagine how many people it took to carry that thing? But, what it must weigh? Oh, it must have been insane. But seriously, yeah. how hard could it have been to cut it apart and forge it down into... And melt it down into ingots and then sell those. I mean, that, that wasn't I'm, hard. I'm sure that's probably already occurred. I mean, it was hard, but it wasn't. In this form, unless somebody is really that dumb that they would just install it in their own house until the till the dust settled. But come on, <laughs> I don't Churchill. Know. How privileged uh, do you have to be to think that somebody wouldn't steal something worth $6 million 
just because right. you didn't know who shit in it last. Are you kidding me? Right. That statement killed me. So they weren't going to put a guard on it and it lasted two days. <laughs> Do you think they all took turns using it before they stole it? <laughs> I don't know. No, they took Does it Has anyone ever been to the Guggenheim or even Blenheim Palace? Did you ever get to use the golden toilet? I would love to hear. Please comment. Do tell. Or you can. We would love to know. Um, the fact that it was an actual working toilet that people were, you know, lining up to use is the funny shit I've heard in a long time. That's quite the uh, art installation. Truly. Uh, yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. And with that, Katie, I think you're going to wrap us up with some more WTF news. I really am. Well, I've got to introduce you to this genius right here. Oh, dear. Indeed. This is Michael Nash. And in okay. 2018, Michael Nash robbed a bank in Alaska. And he gave a note to the teller. He went in, gave a note to the teller that unfortunately had his name on it. <laughs> Uh, every bank robber does this why it, it had so it was the note said this is a robbery put the money in a bag and i will walk out this is a robbery god help us all that's what the note said <laughs> god help us all apparently god didn't help a bit because god didn't even tell him that that was on the back of uh alaska housing application he'd filled out with date <laughs> on it <laughs> So thanks, God. Of course but, it was. <laughs> but that's not even how he got caught. I mean, I'm sure it was good evidence against him, but how he really got caught, and he only got $400, but he got caught because uh, he paused outside of the bank to count his loot. So when the police pulled up, the bank robber was out front counting the money he just stole. Now listen, Kenny Rogers taught us all this. You gotta know when to hold them. <laughs> You got to know when to fold them. You uh -huh. got to know when to walk away. And you got to know when to run, dummy. <laughs> oh, my this God. would have been the moment to run. <laughs> Dear God, Michael. <laughs> so that happened in 2018. Uh, he was sentenced to a year in jail, five years of probation. And he made a lot of, you know, top 10 dumbest criminals lists over that one, of course. You know, of course. Well, unfortunately, Michael has made the list again. Oh, no. <laughs> Indeed. Because just a few days ago, uh, the very same bank in Alaska. Oh, buddy. I mean, come on. They, they weren't open yet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they weren't open yet, but there was a man out front pounding on the door and yelling at them. And so a manager came to the door and told them, uh, you know, we're actually not open yet. And he stood his ground and refused to leave. And he passed a note through the locked doors. So he was outside of the bank to a bank supervisor. The note said, this is a robbery. <laughs> <laughs> and he's locked outside. Put the money in a bag and I will walk out. This is a robbery. God help us all. Both times. <laughs> this Dude. time the note, uh, he 
Yeah. Well, he learned a little. This note did not have his name on it. But um, he was outside of the locked bank trying to uh, <laughs> rob them. Just didn't have so, to unlock the door and that was it. <laughs> the, the bank has a secondary uh, locking mechanism uh, security system in place. So they went ahead and locked that one too, just to be sure. And they called 911. Uh, and Michael just continued to loiter out in front of the branch and a security officer was like, dude, you haven't done anything yet. Just leave. Just get the hell out of here. <laughs> and he refused. <laughs> Everyone was like, we want to help you out. You are the dumbest bank robber on the planet. Please yeah. just leave. Just oh, get out of here. No. Please save yourself. But nay, nay, <laughs> he would not. So the police came, you know, uh, the Anchorage police came, no big surprise. And when they put him in cuffs, he was in the back of the patrol car. He kept uh, uh, saying things to the police about this was not his first time robbing a bank. Well, honey, it, this wasn't the second time you didn't rob the bank. But... No, sure wasn't. <laughs> so, of course, the police <laughs> run a records check on this guy and discover that this Dum Dum had tried already robbed this same bank in 2018. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> yep. Oh boy. <laughs> yep. So he's had some other uh, run-ins with the law for uh, stealing personal property and forgery. Uh, he had a court martial in 1996 for distributing drugs. Like, these aren't his first uh, forays with the law, and he's now looking at a lot more time because this uh, was a second uh, offense. But, Michael, what the hell are you doing? The same bank? They weren't even open? <laughs> Did you think they were really going to come outside and hand you some money? Like, Come on, man. Drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. <laughs> you you got to slow it down, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there you have it. That's the best story. I, that's one of my favorite bank robber stories ever. And I have a long list because stupid bank robbers are a dime a dozen. That's what are... you can buy with all those stolen dimes. <laughs> that other kid that put uh, wrote his uh, ransom note or his uh, demand note on the back of his birth certificate. Remember that one? Yes. To... Isn't that to prove a point to his girlfriend and no one was ever yeah. sure what the point was but uh the point made was that he got arrested but yeah there was another one that did it on the back of his own deposit slip <laughs> <laughs> and then another one who's got fourteen hundred dollars out of an out of a wells fargo walked around the corner put his atm card in the atm and deposited the fourteen hundred dollars into his account <laughs> <laughs> that guy didn't even get out of the parking lot before he was arrested. <laughs> this is some low IQ stuff. This is oh my god. This is just want money. That's money place. So they're just <laughs> right. It's only lock. I can't believe he slipped the note through the locked. <laughs> I'm sure the bank manager was like, "Do I even call the cop? Like what?" <laughs> Help. The security guard, please just leave. Like, you don't need to get arrested for this. Just, just get, get out. out. No, man, I'm getting my money. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. So there Sometimes you have it. We need a reprieve from the really painful and sad and serious true crime mm -hmm. with some of this shit. It's the mm -hmm. best. 
I think we've earned this. Yeah, all of you I, as I well. We yeah. Yes, you have most definitely. Well, this is our Tuesday episode. We'll be back with another episode. We're going to do a Mormon Misdeeds episode tomorrow. And mm-hmm. we have some other, I got to say, rather hilarious stuff to share uh, about that as well. And then we'll be back. <laughs> Uh, Wednesday night, of course, for case updates, our case updates live stream at 7 p.m. Mountain here on YouTube and on our Facebook page. And of course, all of those things also show up on our podcast stream. So don't forget to stay tuned for all of that, as well as be sure to like, subscribe, share, comment, leave us a review. Please tell us if you ever got to use the Golden Throne at the Guggenheim. Or even more rarely, at the palace before it was stolen. We want to hear all about it. Was yes, it cold? Like, how did this work? Did you take I know, your whole like, three minutes? I did anyone take more than hell. three minutes? And what happened? Yes. Was there, like, a monitor there? Did they, like, unlock the door at three minutes? <laughs> like, what the hell? How did they do this? Did anyway, we're all toilet wired to shock you? Like, what happens? Right. It could be anything, really. Mm-hmm. And with that, you know it. We are the True Crime Squad. Thanks for being here. (laughs) Take care.